going to read this morning from the book of the book of Second Chronicles. If you would turn with me in your Bible uh, to Second Chronicles this morning, we're going to read Second Chronicles chapter thirty-four today. Second Chronicles chapter thirty-four. Turn with me in your Bible this morning. Praise God as we continue to. Uh, bless the Lord. It says, Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, and followed the ways of the Lord, of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. In the eighth year of his reign, while he was still young, he began to seek the God of his father David. In his twelfth year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of high places, Asherah poles and idols. Under his direction, the altars of the Baals were torn down. He cut to pieces the incense altars that were above them and smashed the poles and the idols. These he broke to pieces and scattered over the graves of those who had sacrificed to them. Bless the Lord. We want to take a look this morning as we focus on great model men of the Bible. We want to take a look for a little bit on the character of Josiah this morning. Some people make a giant mess of their lives. This was the case of King Jehoram. Others made a positive difference with their lives. This was the story of King Josiah. This morning, we want to focus on what it is that we're making of our lives this morning. Are we going to make a mess of our lives today, or are we going to make a positive difference with our lives, just like Josiah did? Let's compare Josiah for a minute to King Jehoram. The two men were polar opposites of one another. Jehoram came from godly stock. His father was the king Jehoshaphat, but he proceeded to live a life full of shame. Josiah, on the other hand, had a terrible spiritual heritage, one would say, and yet he left a, such a remarkable legacy behind. If you think of Josiah and his background, you will see that the pagan Manasseh was his grandfather, and Amon was his dad, who was an atheist. He did not have God in his life. And yet, when you look at the life of Josiah, you will see a life that was filled with the power of God, that was filled with God's favor. In fact, the scripture tells us that he was eight years old when he started to reign. So how did he manage to live a God-honoring life? How did he manage to accomplish such great fate this morning, having the background that he had? Because you see, what happens to many of us is that we look at our backgrounds, we look at our fathers, we look at our grandfathers, we look at our ancestors, and 
we say, I don't think I can make it today. I don't think I can step out of where I was, what I was born into, or where my father came from, or where my mother came from, or, or, or the country that I was born into that tells me that I cannot accomplish anything. You see, we have to ask ourselves this morning, are we going to make a giant mess of our lives? Or are we going to make a positive difference? Men of God, I'm speaking specifically to the great men of God that he has placed amongst us, but also to the women who support them as well. We see, when we look at Josiah, we find that he had humbled himself before God. He was eight years old when he became king. Not much older than a third grader. Can you imagine? With, he had terrible examples to follow in his family. You would think that his entire life would have been a train wreck. But yet, at eight years old, when he could have been chasing all kinds of horrible things, the scripture tells us in Second Chronicles chapter 34 and verse 3, that he began to seek the God of his father, David. You see, it doesn't really matter what you were born into. What matters is what you are going into, what you have been called into. Not what you were born into, but what you have been called into. One of the things that uh, I have noticed about myself that I, I pray that it will be imparted upon you is I don't really care what other people think of me. I don't care what they think of my brown skin. If somebody has an issue with my brown skin, guess what? That's their issue. It's their problem. It's not mine. I'm not going to take it on myself and make it my problem. And so what has happened to us though as a society is that we have collected all the problems that other people have and we have made it our own. I will walk into places and I will be very honest with you. I will not notice many times I will not notice the color of people's skin when I walk in because I walk in with purpose. I am I know who I am in Christ Jesus. I am the head, not the tail. I am above, not beneath. I don't care what other people think about me. If I go in to get something done, I'll go in and get it done. And it doesn't matter that I'm a woman. It doesn't matter that my skin is brown. It doesn't matter that maybe I have an accent, as many think. It really makes no difference to me whatsoever. It made no difference to Josiah whatsoever that he was born into a pagan family his grandfather who was pagan his his father who was godless it didn't matter to him whatsoever he was going to step into the purpose and the calling that God had for his life men i want to encourage you this morning men and women as well that it does not matter what others think. It does not matter 
what you have been born into. It does not matter whatsoever. We have to look forward to that which God has called us into. We have to look forward to the purpose and the plan and the destiny that God has created for us this morning. And so Josiah, as young as he was, Scripture tells us in, in chapter 34 and verse 3 of Second Chronicles, that two years later, the 18-year-old monarch began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of everything that was against the will and the purpose of God. Everything that was not aligned with serving God. He started removing idols, all these graven images, remove them. He knew very well that in order for him to continue to walk in the favor of God, that he had to remove all of the idolatry that had crept in into his kingdom. And so today, we also, likewise, if you want to be victorious in the things that you do, if you want to be the victor and not the victim this morning, you got to remove all of the things that are not pleasing to God from your life this morning. Remove the idolatry, all of the things that stand in the way of allowing God to fulfill His purpose and His destiny in your life today. Josiah removed them. He purged the entire kingdom. We also learn that he never stopped doing the right thing. Many times we find ourselves wanting to compromise. We want to compromise. We know that what we are doing is not in the will of God, it's not in the purpose of God, but we say, God, just, just give me a moment here, God. I, I, I just, I'll just go ahead and take this shortcut, this shortcut real quick. And I, uh, Lord, you know, I, I know that I'll come back. I know that it is, it is not right. But I'm going to do it anyway because it looks like if I do it, then maybe you know, something good will happen for me. Nothing good ever comes out of walking out of the purpose of God. Nothing good ever comes out of compromising this morning. We cannot afford to compromise our position in Christ Jesus. We have to stand firm today. We have to have that word embedded in our hearts, embedded in our spirits, so that when the trials come, when the temptations come, and trust me, they will come, we can stand tall. Men of God, I want to let you know today that yes, there are temptations, especially in this society. They are all over the place. Every, every moment of every day, there is something that will turn us against or want to turn us against the plan of God and the purpose of God for our lives. We have to be conscious, very, very conscious about it. I was driving by, especially this month. Uh, this month, there is, there is such a, a, a tremendous effort to bring forward uh, rules and uh, policies that are against the plan of God, against the word of God in our society. You will see them. You will see it on television. You'll be watching 
television and you'll be saying, you know, Lord, what is this? It's all over. And what has happened is that the media have be, is being used uh, to brainwash the minds of our men, of our, of our children, our young men, women and men of God. We have to be very careful about what it is that we watch on television. We have to be very careful about the songs that we listen to, the, the verbiage, the words, the lyrics of the songs, what is being spoken to you, what is being spoken into your spirit. We cannot compromise today. The more you listen to filth, the more filth you will see in your life. But when you listen to the songs that are uplifting, songs that are based on the Word of God, I will tell you, songs that are edifying, you will see a complete shift, a complete difference in your approach to life this morning. I want to encourage you, set aside the things that are not pleasing to God. Josiah never stopped doing the right thing. After the first splashy stage of, of, of removing all of the idols, he, he could have gotten complacent. He could have stopped. But we see later on in the scripture, in, in, and read it, read it when you get an opportunity. Second Chronicles 34 verses 8 to 13. We see him undertaking an enormous project of repairing the temple of the Lord. He could have settled for what he had originally done. But you see, you see, he had no time for him to settle. Many of us this today, we are fighting that we have remained complacent. We have settled in that position. God is saying, I want to take you to the next level. I want to elevate you. But we find that we have even settled in our relationship with God. At any point in time, when Josiah remembered, if you recall, his father had been assassinated, he, he, he would have thought that he would have been reluctant to stand in for certain things. But no, he was standing firm. He was gonna, he was going to move forward. He was going to decide, you know what? Good enough is not in my vocabulary. But rather, the scripture tells us that he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He didn't turn aside to the right or to the left. He didn't say, you know what? This is in the, this is not in the will of God, but it is good enough. He made no compromise whatsoever. He was willing to stand. He was willing to be strong today. Too many of us are allowing compromises in our walk with God. We're allowing things that we know that are contrary to the will of God. We're still allowing them to be in our lives. And that's why uh, we are not able to see the victories that we seek today. That's why we are not able to be as strong as God wants us to be, because we compromise. I want to let you know today that God wants you, hallelujah, to set aside everything that is not in his will for you. He wants you to do what is right, not to waver to the left or to the right, but to do what is right. And in so doing, hallelujah, God will elevate you this morning. I want to speak into the life of somebody today. I want to encourage your heart. I want to let you know this morning that when you walk with God, 
Hallelujah. There is absolutely no way. When you obey his word, there is no way. God is not a God who fails. He also is not a God who can return on his promise to you. When you read the word, you will see that Josiah renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to obey the words of the covenant written, written in this book. He renewed his vow with God. And in renewing his vow, that's what a covenant is, it is a vow. We found that he prospered, that he soared. One of the things that I do on a frequent basis is that I look at the uh, comp different companies, uh, corporations, uh, especially uh, in, in, in the consulting business. You have to understand what the companies do. And if you look at the values, if you look at the values of, of corporations and of companies, it's always, the values are always very strong. They're always very strong. I want to ask you this morning, what are the values that you carry? What are those values? Even men who, who don't know God, most of these men who, who and women who don't know God, are coming up with values, many of these values, aligned with what the Word says. Shouldn't our values even be far more concise with the Word of God? Shouldn't it be far more aligned with the Word of God? If pagans can do it, we should be doing it so much better. And so this morning, I want to ask you to align the decisions that you make, those are your values. The things that you, that you choose to do, when you're choosing to do them, put your values on display. Is it on the, on the, aligned with the Word of God this morning? And so when you do that today, I want to let you know that even as you honor God, God will honor you. In every way, from start to finish, what do we see? We saw that Josiah honored the Lord. And in honoring God, God elevated him to great heights. This morning, you don't have to live in the mess that you've been handed. But rather, you ought to live in the promise that God has handed you. Not in the mess that you were born into, but in the promise that God has made for you this morning. It comes with certain conditions. We learn that we need to humble ourselves before God. We learn that we need to oppose everything that is contrary to the will of God for our lives. We learn that we cannot compromise, that we need to do the right things at all times. And we learned also that we need to obey the Word of God. And in so doing this morning, especially I want to speak to all men today. Hallelujah. Perhaps you've been feeling that you have not been honored. You've been living in a society where Honor is rare. 
for you. For some of you, you've been feeling that you're not honored at work. You've been feeling that you're not honored at home, even in your family. You feel that the honor is missing. You feel that the society does not honor you. In fact, sometimes you feel like the society has forgotten you. I want to remind you this morning that when the greater one lives in you, that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world this morning. I want to remind you today that when you have the Spirit of God alive in you, that he will equip your mortal body. In other words, he will grant unto you absolutely everything to make you strong, to make you powerful, and he will place you in positions of honor today. I want to let you know that even as you honor God, that God honors you today. Hallelujah. For many, it's, it's a mindset issue. For, for many, it's, it's just making sure that every form of bondage, that which have been spoken against you, that it is negated in the name of Jesus, so that you can walk with that freedom, knowing that you are a child of God, knowing that that makes you a prince, it makes you a princess, knowing that it doesn't really matter what other people think about you, the only thing that matters is what God says you are, knowing that you are the head and not the tail, that you are above and not beneath, that you are chosen, that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that you are his child, that you are strong, that you are because Christ dwells in you this morning, knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. That's the attitude that we need to walk with today as, as, we, as we continue on in, in this life. And as we do that, as we apply the word of God today, I want to let you know today that God will elevate you. God will lift you up. Hallelujah. He will take you to great heights. It doesn't matter what you have been born into. What matters most is what you have been called into. And so therefore, we're going to leave the message behind. Anybody wants to leave the mess behind? Maybe somebody created a mess that you inherited. We're going to leave all of that behind this morning. We're going to start off on a clean slate. Uh, forget it. You know, all, everything from the past doesn't matter anymore. Hallelujah. We're going to step into places with the authority of the power of God operating in our lives today. Hallelujah. We're going to be strong. We're going to be confident. There is nothing that can stop you this morning. Hallelujah. Because you know that you have the royal blood of Jesus flowing through your veins. It makes you royalty this morning. doesn't matter what other people think. Who, that's their problem. It's not your problem today. We're going to stand in that authority this morning. I want to pray for you today. Dial star five to raise your hand. You want to... Uh, honor God and you want uh, to really have a change in your mindset 
this morning. You want to step up to the to that which God has called into, even as you honor him this morning. Dial star five to raise your hand. We're gonna leave behind all of the the things, the mess that have crept in over the course of time. We're leaving all of that behind. And we're starting brand new this morning. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Forgetting the things that are behind us. We're going to march forward into the new things that God has prepared for us. Start five. I want to pray for you this morning. Perhaps you want to stand in the gap for a loved one today. Somebody. Maybe it's a young man who... Uh, many of them born into difficult situations with no role models whatsoever. Maybe many are missing fathers in their lives. We want to stand in the gap for them this morning in the name of Jesus. We are claiming our young men for Christ Jesus today in the name of Jesus. Start five to raise your hand. There's somebody that you need to stand in the gap for this morning in the name of Jesus. A young man, a man, a husband, a brother this morning, a, nie- a nephew in the name of Jesus. We're going to pray today that God will break through on their behalf in the name of Jesus. Father, we come before you this morning, Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, that even as King Josiah, Heavenly Father, at the tender age of eight, he became king in spite of the fact that his grandfather was a pagan, in spite of the fact that his father, Lord God, was godless. But Lord God, you favored Josiah because he humbled himself before you. You favored him, O God, because he opposed all forms of idolatry. You favored him, Lord God, because he never stopped doing that which was right before your eyes. Lord, I pray for your unmerited favor upon these hands today. Favor your children, Lord. Favor the men, O oh God, in this ministry. Favor them. Favor the men, O oh God, for whom they stand in the gap for. Favor them. Favor the husbands, Heavenly Father. Favor them. Favor the sons, O oh God, I pray for your unmerited favor upon them today. Lord, I pray, O oh God, that you would elevate them to places of honor today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you will uplift them, Heavenly Father, that you will strengthen them. My God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Lord God, I pray for change in mindsets this morning. Lord, too many of our men, Lord, accept that which society has spoken against them rather than accepting what you have spoken for them this morning. And so, Lord God, I pray even right now that you will wash away all of the negativity, that you will wash away, Lord God, all of the all of those things, Lord, that have been spoken, that have not been in your will, in your purpose for our men today, for our boys this morning, Lord. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh Lord, that you will place them, hallelujah, that you will elevate them this morning, Lord God. I lift up my brothers on the line today as points of contact this morning, Lord. I lift up Albert to you, Lord God, and Brother Ernest, I lift them up to you this morning, and my brother Ola, I lift them up to you, and my brother Victor, I lift them up, 
Oh God, brother Raja, oh Lord, I lift them up. I lift up Andrew and Tim as points of contact this morning, Father. Lord God, many of us are standing, oh Lord, for our boys. We are standing for our husbands. We are standing for our fathers this morning. I pray, oh Lord, as you will extend your grace, your mercy, oh Lord, extend, Heavenly Father, your favor upon them today. Father, we thank you for that which we have accomplished in your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And let the children of God say, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Hallelujah. We are leaving the mess behind. Hallelujah. We are leaving it behind today. And we are moving forward into the calling, into the plan that God has for our lives today. Hallelujah. We give God praise. I want to thank you this morning for listening in today as we continue to focus on messages to exhort our men in this week leading up to Father's Day to uh, to, uh, encourage our boys today. We want to focus on them all throughout the week. I declare this week to be men's week. Amen. And so um, I just want to thank God for uh, for all of our men, and I know that there will be many, 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 many more uh, that God has called, and and that we're, we're claiming them. Amen. We're claiming them for the kingdom today, in the mighty name of Jesus, and they will not be left behind. Somebody, just go ahead and claim that with me. No, they will not not be left behind. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. We're claiming all of them for Christ Jesus. Bless the name of the Lord. And so this morning, we also want to speak into their lives. Today, we want to declare into their lives uh, that which the Word has has spoken concerning them. Hallelujah. And and so today, we're going to declare and we're going to decree this morning, we're going to speak, hallelujah, Isaiah 43 and verse 18 into their lives. And it says, remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. And that's what we're going to speak today into the lives of all men, hallelujah. We declare and I, we decree, I declare and I decree, I speak into the lives of all of the men that God has placed in this ministry, the men that he has placed in my family, hallelujah, that we no longer remember the former things. We no longer remember the former things. We no longer remember the things of old, because God is doing a new thing in their lives, hallelujah. We are no longer remembering the former things. We are no longer remembering the things of old because God is doing something new in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are standing on the word of God this morning. Go ahead, dial star five to raise your hand. Pastor Avanel, I declare and I decree today 
that I will no longer remember the former things. I will no longer remember the things of old because God is doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing for Andrew and for Tim. He's doing a new thing in the mighty name of Jesus for every single man within the sound of my voice. He's doing a new thing. We're standing on Isaiah 43 and verse 18. I will no longer remember the former things. I will no longer consider the things of old because God is doing a new thing in my life, a new thing in my family. Star five to raise your hand. Star five to raise your hand as we declare that word today. Praise God. We're going to start off with our uh, brother Albert. Go ahead, my brother. Good morning, Kingdom family. Um, good morning, Pastor. I declare and decree Isaiah 43, verse 18, that no more remember the old things, but remember the formerly new things. I prayed over my family, all the men, and over myself. And I stand on faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I stand in agreement with you, my brother Albert, that you will no longer remember the former things, nor the things of old. Because God is doing a new thing for you, and it shall spring forth. Yes, he's mm-hmm. doing a new thing for the men in your family. We're putting the past behind us. We're putting the mess behind us this morning. We will no longer remember the former things. We will no longer remember the things of old. Because God is doing a new thing for them in the name of Jesus. And yes, Amen. yes, yes. It will spring forth in the mighty name of Jesus. We are standing on Isaiah 43 and verse 18. Isaiah 43 and 18. Dial star 5 to raise your hand to declare it. Go ahead, my sister Dolores. Good morning, Pastor. Um, and uh, agreements in Jesus' name. I declare the creed this morning, Isaiah 43 and 18. I will not re- I will remember not the former things, no longer remember the things of old, because God is doing something new in my life. And I declare it over my my brothers, Douglas, Robert, Jerry, Kermit, and Willie, uh, especially Robert, and I declare it over my nephews uh, in my family. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Even my grandson. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. We will no longer remember the former things. Hallelujah. We will no longer remember the things of old because God is doing a new thing and it shall spring forth. He's doing a new thing amongst our men today in the mighty name of Jesus. Something brand new is happening amongst our men this morning in the name of Jesus and it shall spring forth. Hallelujah. Old things are passed away. We are no longer remembering the old things. We are no longer remembering the things from the past because God is doing a new thing for us today. We are, I stand in agreement with you, my sister Dolores, for your, all of your siblings, your, especially your brothers and Robert, and for your grandsons as well. No more will remember the former things or consider the things of old because God is doing a new thing. Isaiah 43 and verse 18 we're going to continue to stand 
on that word today in the name of Jesus. Dial star five to raise your hand uh, to declare uh, this morning. Go ahead, my sister Alicia. Good morning, everyone. I declare and decree this morning, and I'm standing on Isaiah 43 and 18. I will no longer remember former things, nor consider the things of old, because God is doing a new thing today. I speak this over my son, Terrence, over my son-in-law, Ray, over my brother, Ron, and Carl, and over all my nephews, and over the men in this ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. I stand touch and agree with you, my sister, Alicia, in the name of Jesus. Yes, God is doing something new, something amazing, something different. And you will no longer remember the former things or the things of old. God is doing something new over your, the men in your family, over the entire family. He's using the men to do something new and amazing. In Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead, my sister Althea. Althea, good morning. You are probably a mute Althea. So I speak into your life right now. I speak into uh, Casey and Caleb's lives this morning. Hallelujah. That no more will you remember the former things or the things of old. Because God is doing something new for you and for your family. And it shall spring forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We give God thanks and praise for that which... He has spoken concerning each one of you this morning. Praise God. I want to thank God for you. I want to thank God for that which he has called you to do. You're going to step forth this morning. We are leaving the message behind and we are moving into the new things that God has uh, called forth for us this morning. And so I, I'm going to walk with you as well. I want to thank God for... Those of you who are new to the line, we have fulfilled life ministries. We're coming to you out of the Boston area, but we're truly a church without boundaries, a church without walls. I thank God for every single one of you. For those of you who have been also away and you're back again, I thank God for you as well. It's a joy to have you on with us. We are truly a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful church family, and we give God all the praise and the glory for that which he has done for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, praise God. I want to remind you also that even as God has laid on your heart to bless the work, uh, you can bless on our website, fulfillchurch.com, on PayPal or Zelle, office at WRCM.us, or the cash app. Look for FL Church on the cash app. Or call us, 857-342-3440. 857-342-3440. Lift up your hands right now. If you have a prayer request, you can uh, reach out to us over the course of the day, 857-342-3440. We will have a next session coming up, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we'll have a repeat session. Uh, then we, have, we are back at 12 noon with Sister Victoria Motherford and, and also at um, 8 p.m. this evening with Pastor Tim and, and the Prayer Warriors, 8 p.m. this evening. Raise your hand up towards heaven. May the Lord God bless you and keep you. May the light of his countenance shine upon you, and may he grant unto you his peace today. God bless you, everybody. Let me unmute the line. 